If you have some money to invest and are thinking about what to do with it, one option is real estate overseas. Real estate can provide diversification from a traditional stock and bond portfolio. It's also a hard asset, which is often a good way of storing value. Furthermore, it can at times provide capital appreciation, cash flow, and can double as a retirement option or a holiday home that you and your family are able to enjoy, an investment you are able to use from the day you make it. But there are many risks and pitfalls and plenty of scams. So to provide some expert advice, I'm joined now by Carrie Law, Regional General Manager at iProperty Group. Good morning, Carrie. Hi, Peter. So what are the usual reasons why people would consider buying real estate abroad, Carrie? Actually, I think your coverage has covered all the points that, you know, a lot of Hong Kong investors or even immigrants in Hong Kong would like to look into overseas for the same amount of money, say, for example, 1 million to 3 million in Hong Kong options are just a few. And for this amount in the overseas, especially in some Asia countries like Thailand, Sing- Singapore may not be that attractive, but Cambodia, Vietnam would be very, very, very attractive. And uh, Australia, US, UK has always been leading markets that Hong Kong people look into, in addition to China. So there are two main reasons then, investment and lifestyle, and sometimes a combination of both of them. Immigration as well. And what what then are the considerations for investing abroad? You mentioned some locations, I presume, is location the starting point? Um, we don't see locations as the ultimate starting point. Actually, the amount is the starting point. Because when we are interviewing uh, some of the uh, potential investors in Hong Kong, so we find that 40% of the people, they consider Hong Kong market price, property price is too high. That's why they think it is not affordable to buy in Hong Kong. That's why they look into overseas. And another 37% of the um, investors, they think that, you know, accumulation of the wealth, creating wealth, as well as lifestyle planning, kinds of like holiday homes and retirement would be something attractive. And the other 20%, they find that a little bit concerns about Hong Kong's political environment. So they would like to look into, you know, some second homes in other markets. And is this important towards diversification, both in terms of your assets and and also providing maybe a lifestyle and retirement option for for you and your family? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. And people also look into education for their kids as well. So there are some projects like, you know, um, living nearby those university campus are very popular in Hong Kong people's eyes. So if you're interested in purchasing a property abroad, what are the first steps? How do you go about starting doing this? Search. You have to search for opportunities before you can, you know, make a decision. But when you're looking into the opportunities, normally you have to look into the infrastructure, the plan of the government, in addition, the economic environment. Are there any real figures talking about the populations, the GDP, before you make an investment? And then you better look into, you know, appointing some uh, reliable real estate agents or property developers. They have a lot of success projects completed uh, within budget, within time frame before you make an investment. And what are the risks? Well, other risks would be like, you know, if you trust some developers, they are not very reputable in the market. They may not be able to have the finance capabilities to really get the project to projects to the complete stage, then your money will be at, at risk. 
So you have to be very cautious, particularly yes. on things like title and ownership of, of the property, because maybe the developer has borrowed a lot of money and has not repaid it. So you can end up being liable for that. What can you do to minimize those types of risks? Appoint a legal advisor. Appoint a legal advisor who is experienced in those local properties projects, and then they can look into the terms, hidden terms, especially um, those contracts could be thick. And uh, Hong Kong people, if they can understand. English, that would be good. But some of the uh, Hong Kong people from mainland China's, they would like to have Chinese contracts, but that may not be easily accessible in the market. And uh, they also have to look into some hidden tests, hidden costs, and that may be um, um, not aware to them uh, in the project sales stage. So if they have a legal, then they can look into those advice of the test planning before they make an investment. So there are hidden fees that people should be careful about. Yeah, yeah. Say, for example, especially um, those uh, uh, overseas investors, they if you are using overseas identity to invest into some countries, you face some kinds of double stamp duty as well. Or if you hold a property, so in terms of the uh, voting prices, so some governments, like U.S. governments, will charge on the capital gain every year, no matter you sell it or you keep it. So you have to look into these areas before you make an investment because the cost of return is there. Now, in Hong Kong, you would get a valuation, of course. Yes. I've heard that sometimes in the excitement of buying overseas properties, people don't do that. How important is it to make sure that you get the property valued? Of course, if not valued, then you don't know how much money you can be loaned uh, from the mortgage partners like banking or financial institutes. So uh, we, we saw some of the buyers, they try to invest into other markets, but they don't look into the mortgage capabilities, no, don't look into the uh, valuation part. Then in the process of sales, they can't really finance the overall payments at different stages. Then it would be forfeit the in initial installments, yeah. And there are quite a lot of scams, aren't there? There are horror stories of people in Hong Kong receiving emails, parting with a lot of money for places that don't exist or are only half built. What signs should we be on the lookout for so that we can avoid these overseas property scams? So uh, we understand that in Hong Kong market, there's still not yet any license for the overseas property agents uh, or overseas properties uh, sales license. So um, Hong Kong people, if they would like to buy into overseas, um, try always look into um, sizable developers and reputable agents. They've been long established in the market, not just go for those very attractive short-term projects that they don't have any threats that they can trace back on how these developers or these agents in doing business. So this would help to a large extent to screen out those risks before you make an investment. Thank you very much, Carrie. Thank you. That was Carrie Law of iProperty Group. Thank you very much for listening to Money Talk Extra this week. Next week on the programme, Jimmy Lamb and I will take a look at the rapidly evolving world of work. The advance of technology has meant that job prospects today are very different from just a decade ago. I will look at how to consider changing jobs, and Jimmy Lamb will talk to a graduate about the challenges of finding a job after leaving college or university. And in our investment segment, I'll take a look at sustainable or socially responsible investing. So please join us at the same time next week. In the meantime, this is Peter Lewis wishing you a happy weekend and a great week. <laughs>